Hi, it's Manuel Judice here and welcome to episode number four. This is the podcast, The Living Your Change Initiative. And today I want to talk about um, influence, uh, leadership influence and, and change and change projects. Uh, my background is in organizational psychology, but I've supported a business change projects, a change manager and a consultant um, over the last seven and a half years. These projects where um, I typically work with new and established leaders in charge of innovation initiative with budgets between one and $15 million. These are innovation initiatives that impact uh, several countries globally across different regions, but also across different functions. You have HR professional, finance, procurement, legal, tax, and um, other, other departments. And what you find is, what I found is that Typically, uh, organizations and change projects want to achieve one or more of these three objectives. Number one, they want to make sure that the technology they've invested on is fit for purpose. Uh, it does It does have, there are concrete operational benefits that are visible to the majority of the end users that are taking on that technology. Number two, they want to make sure that the project initiative that has been invested on is delivered on time and on budget, because that is where you get and the value realization, but also this is the risk of incurring uh, costs and cost overruns, which can be quite, quite uh, substantial. And number three, organizations and initiatives, they really want to make sure that the business is on board, that you have, you can build and develop a technology, but unless you have user understanding it, utilizing it, and relating to it, and for it making, making sense to them, and want it to be, be you know, utilizing it, playing with it. It makes it clear, um, for example, if you have a dashboard that is utilized by a product management organization of a finance organization, it has to be immediate. It, can't, it should avoid all this, you know, data crunching or collecting data or collating data from different sources and different teams and taking it like, away ages and weeks. Since an organization taking it, it like up to weeks or months to actually be able to have all the, you know, up-to-date data that are needed uh, to run a specific report for decision making. So there, there's clear value to this, a clear value of that. And so the, the third objective is that most organizations have to making sure that the business is on board where they can clearly identify with this value, that this that, that is being delivered daily and operationally. Now, today specifically, um, in the context, I just wanted to share that for a, bit, a little bit of context, but today specifically, I really want to talk about <clears throat> The third element, the third objective this is basically how do you get your business on board and what the role is of change leadership. Um, I've, I've experienced and I've seen there is a lot of literature out there and there's a lot of training courses and uh, leadership training and managerial courses whereby specific skills are developed within your project and change team. We're talking about communication skills, we're talking about influencing, we're talking about um, um, conflict management, ensuring that conflict are managed. We're talking about neuroscience and sometimes even how to deal with different personalities and people from different countries. These are very, uh, very, I think, one very important um, skills to have. This is what we used to call uh, soft skills. Today, specifically, I want to zoom into the, the idea that uh, one of the key skills is leadership. And there's a lot of different definitions 
poor leadership but one one of the things that uh, it is most uh, i think impactful in my direct observational experience but also according to a lot of the literature that is out there and i'm going to refer to john maxwell it's one of an expert in leadership one of the world's most recognized experts in leadership i really want to take some of these insights and really apply to the, to the context of change projects he basically talks about leadership as influence which is basically the ability of a, your organization to um, understand um, what it is that you're really trying to achieve. Now, from a cost-benefit perspective, that is also understandable from a, a senior leadership perspective. But what it means operation, what does it mean for your business, what does it mean for your the variety or the, the entirety of your stakeholder audiences, what are the benefits? Why do you need them to be on board? Why do you need them to utilize the system? Now, a lot of these oftentimes is dealt with through an email um, communication, a town hall. These are one-off um, events. They do happen, but they rarely make change stick, right? In- informing people that there will be a cut over day, three months from now or two weeks from now, it's not really exciting. That's not really influence. When we're talking about influence and really want to distinguish it from manipulation, manipulation is really, there's a lot of definitions, but we were having a conversation on LinkedIn when a, a subject matter expert around project management and program delivery, and he was talking about leadership and, and um, so manipulation versus influence. When you do uh, manipulation, you actually um, you actually um, benefit, a person that manipulates benefits to the detriment of the person that's actually been manipulated. When we talk about influence, it's actually a, it's mutually beneficial. It, it is basically um, sharing some insights and view that allow your audiences to see the value both for them, but also for the organization, which is basically what Stephen Covey used to talk about and refer to as the win-win approach, right? Win-win principle. So this is this is one of the key distinctions I wanted to share. Secondly, I want to, I really want to, I can tell, I can see that I've worked a lot, a lot worked very closely and I still do with uh, delivery teams, project teams and technical and technology oriented individuals and professionals. And we all see, and sometimes one of specific, one of specific examples I want to call out is that when I was working at salesforce.com implementation, now the implementation per se was technology enabled, but the key aspect I wanted to really tease out here is that the audiences were salespeople. And there was a very lot, there's a lot of defensiveness from a technology implementation point of view to really deal with salespeople. Because these professionals, they deal with uncertainty throughout most of the day. They have, you know the success rate when they talk to their prospects are not very high so they're kind of used to that they're almost biased they almost framed their own approach to the professional to their work is not um, it's not like an accountant where you have to be right 99% of the time to be successful for you for you to do your job right for a salesperson the the success rate is much lower however you can see there's a lot of defensiveness towards um, sometimes in the communication the way things are communicated a question asked by a sales professional sales manager is oftentimes perceived by a, a development team or a technical or technology person as a you know they're attacking as they are they're resisting to change they are not on board with us they're not on board with it and they're pushing back they aren't actually doing that so the reason why i'm bringing that as an example because i believe any change project and change team actually have to become a better salesperson and i'll explain that and explain why that is I believe that you are, we as change leaders, um, including myself, but obviously you as a change leader, uh, the person that's in charge of a change project with the entirety of your team, be the product owner, a, an executive sponsor, a sponsor, or a person that has directly vested interest in the realization of the benefits for your project. You really have to bear in mind that 
there are two parts of any successful change implementation. One is a the technology has to work, it has to be functional. The other part is it has to engage the people, it has to engage your audiences. People have to be on board. If they're not on board with it, it is very rare that you actually get to realize the hard or reach or meet the hardcore metrics of your investment. People being on board. If you're rolling out a global financial uh, reporting system and you respect to empower procurement, for example, with the ability to select a handful or more of, uh, of, of suppliers that do a better job, um, but also they can you know, help you achieve uh, cost savings, then you need to be able to uh, sell, <laughs> between brackets obviously, but promote and really influence that specific audience that this is a clear core, a core, a core benefit of us having that implementation rollout in your business. So we're talking about soft skills, but yeah, the importance of the soft skills, uh, it's really incredible. And I'm, I'm, call, I'm talking about this, uh, you're still referring to the definition of, in, of leadership as influence, because any change team, any change person within a project team and delivery team has to a certain level uh, to a certain degree, develop these skills to influence the business. They have to be able to ensure that every single conversation is actually clearly stating that there is a benefit to the business for them to be on board. And these are core change skills. I'm very passionate about this topic because I've seen a lot of projects failing on the basis that the technology was rolled out, but people were very resistant because the technology was pushed on them. <laughs> no one wants to be forced to do anything. And that's not... and. and and that applies to any person. If you're talking about, we're not talking about soft skills here, adoption and the ability to adopt change and adapt to change and deliver these initiatives on time and making sure they fit for purpose. It's not soft skills. It's not based on soft skills any longer. Your, your organization's ability to change the behavior, adopt the change, is also relying upon your ability as a change team, as a project team, as a delivery team to influence the business by developing core influencing skills. This is what I call leadership skills.